Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Monday, October 7th, and this is your FT News Briefing. HSBC looks to make significant job cuts to rein in costs. 2020 presidential hopeful Joe Biden takes a swing at Donald Trump. An elite government paper says that a post-Brexit trade deal with the U.S. could complicate Britain's dealmaking with the EU. Plus, Novo Nordisk has been marked as a villain by U.S. politicians for raising the price of its insulin products. The FT Sarah Neville talks with me about the other side of the company, which tries to give back to the diabetic community. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. HSBC could be cutting as many as 10,000 jobs. Sources tell the FT that the plan represents the lender's most ambitious plan to reel in costs in years. HSBC has already announced 4,700 redundancies, saying low interest rates, trade conflicts, and Brexit uncertainty have created a, quote, complex global environment. This most recent round of cuts comes as new interim chief executive Noel Quinn looks to make his mark on the bank. Most of this effort will focus on high-paid roles. There are a lot of questions surrounding HSBC at the moment. Globalization is becoming less popular, and this has gotten some analysts and investors wondering whether the bank's plan to generate billions of dollars in mainland China is compatible with its headquarters in London. And HSBC makes about half its profits in Hong Kong, which has seen months of protests, raising the question even further. Joe Biden took a swing at Donald Trump over the weekend, saying the U.S. president is spreading, quote, flat-out lies. The former U.S. vice president wrote in The Washington Post that Mr. Trump is pushing, quote, debunked conspiracy theories and smears against Mr. Biden and his family. Mr. Trump claims Mr. Biden pushed Ukraine to fire a top prosecutor who was investigating a Ukrainian gas company. Mr. Biden's son, Hunter, sat on the board of that company, and Mr. Trump asked Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky to look into the matter. Then last week, Mr. Trump urged Beijing to find dirt on Hunter Biden's business dealings in China. The president's request to Ukraine is part of an impeachment inquiry by the U.S. House of Representatives. A Biden advisor told the FT that the campaign was being, quote, incredibly aggressive in responding to the charges. Mr. Trump attacked Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton in a similar way in the 2016 presidential election. The Biden camp says this resulted in, quote, an unhelpful false equivalence and said they are determined to stop this from happening to Mr. Biden. And ministers have been warned that if the U.K. and the U.S. make a trade deal after Brexit, it could jeopardize Britain's chances of making an equivalent deal with the EU. That's according to a leaked government paper by civil servants at the Department for Environment, Food, and Rural Affairs. The Trump administration is pushing for access to the British market for U.S. chlorine-washed chicken and hormone-fed beef. Both of these goods fall short of the EU's so-called sanitary and phytosanitary standards. And the government document, which was obtained by the investigative arm of Greenpeace called Unearthed, says the Trump administration's demands could limit the U.K.'s ability to negotiate a trade agreement with the EU. Labor leader Jeremy Corbyn will discuss the government's interest in a U.S. trade agreement during a meeting with other opposition parties today. And here's a story you should know more about. Earlier in the year, Novo Nordisk was getting heat from U.S. politicians for raising the price of its insulin products sold in America. It meant that, depending on the dose, some insulin products could be at least $300. 
Novo Nordisk has spent nearly a century straddling a sensitive line. Make money for its shareholders while also working to keep people healthy. I think what is at its core as a company is its articles of association, which oblige it to always have regard to the social and human impact of what it does. That's Sarah Neville, the global pharmaceuticals editor for the Financial Times. She says part of that mission is expressed through the Novo Nordisk Foundation. It owns all the company's A-shares and a little more than 76% of the votes, so it's got an ironclad majority at annual general meetings. That means it can distribute funds to support scientific, humanitarian, and social causes, like at the Center for Diabetes in Copenhagen, where Sarah visited a little while ago. People living with diabetes, particularly perhaps type 2 diabetes, which can be amenable to lifestyle changes, can come to the centre. They can get not only good sort of medical advice about how to manage their condition, but they can actually be linked up with activities that can keep them healthy. For instance, the one I witnessed was a cooking class where a whole group of people living with type 2 diabetes were being taught the art of healthy cooking and healthy eating, which can make a difference to, to the condition. So, Sarah, i got to say, this, this seems a little strange to me. Why would a company help people in this way if it might make them less reliant on their product in the long run? Um, the I agree that on the face of it, it does look a little counterproductive. There's not many businesses that would voluntarily take action to reduce demand for their own products. But the company sees this as very true to its founding articles and that doing the right thing has a way of of also paying off financially. So in this case, if, for instance, the burden on global health budgets of treating people with type 2 diabetes can be lessened, that will leave some fiscal headroom for global health systems to buy the company's innovative drugs, the ones on which, of course, it can make a higher margin, probably, uh, all things being equal. So there you have perfectly expressed the kernel of the company, I think. There doesn't have to be a clash between its social responsibilities and its financial responsibilities to its shareholders. Those two things can go hand in hand. Sarah, can you talk to me a little bit more about the Novo Nordisk Foundation and why it plays such a big role in the company's decision-making process? They they all said to me, all the executives, that an advantage of having the Novo Nordisk Foundation is that they don't necessarily have to make a business case for what they do, but that often a business case winds up emerging. So doing the right thing turns out to be the financially beneficial thing. And they gave me a, a couple of examples. One is that the company, as of next year, 2020, will be powering all its activities through renewable energy um, or all its global production will be completely powered by renewable electricity. That was one example. The other is that they're doing research on how to treat or conceivably, even in the future, cure type 1 diabetes. And on the face of it, again, that looks like a slightly odd thing to do because 
they obviously make you know significant amounts of, of money from type 1 diabetes. But Mr Jorgensen, the chief executive, said to me, we don't right now know what the business model would be here if we do manage to come up with a cure or a, a deeply effective new treatment. But he said to me, you know, in his experience, a business model will emerge if you do the right thing, if you find a treatment like this, there will somehow be a business model in it for the company. And I thought those were two very striking examples of how they've embarked on initiatives with no clear path to making profits from them or benefiting financially from them. But they're confident that a way will be found. This story is part of the FT's Company of the Future series, where we take a look at the difficult trade-offs companies, such as Novo Nordisk, must make to survive. Keep an eye out for more stories like this one in the coming weeks at ft.com forward slash future hyphen company. Today, we'll be watching for German factory order data. The orders will be seen as a key indicator of the health of the Eurozone's largest economy. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.